Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. Do you think there's a little PTSD somewhere in there in the biathlon? I mean, you've got somebody wore out to their wits end, and now you're going to hand them a rifle? <laughs> Is that really a good idea? I mean, I'd be like that one girl, Carrie Strug, and she made that jump with a broken ankle. I could do that. Live from Texas, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. that it's brent and landon and this is the dryline farmer podcast it's brent and landon and this is the dryline farmer podcast welcome back everybody this is the dryline farmer podcast you are here with brent carlson and as always my good co-host landon nolan up in amarillo texas landon Good to see you again. What's going on in A-Town, and how much snow did you get? I'd say we got about, about the same as you probably got, two to three inches. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's about awesome. looking like what we got down here. It came straight down, and I don't think I've ever seen snow come straight down instead of being like totally sideways, but it's uh, it's a kind of a nice, peaceful, calm situation to be in when you're sitting there. That's right. Now, did you turn off your Nintendo game so we could do a podcast for – 25 minutes oh i'm just trying to keep the little one keep the little one happy there brent oh, okay well multitasking is what you're good at but um so yeah we got actually got this is the first decent measurable precip we've had and i don't know this year so uh and then maybe all the way three months back into the previous year so it's a uh, pretty good i don't know it's a better start than where we were this time last year so and Landon's going to give us a good price on our corn and whatever else they're going to give us this this coming year. So um, too bad we're not going to be able to afford their fertilizer because they got to buy a brand new fertilizer truck, right? Man, no kidding. <laughs> Does that stuff come down at all? Uh, I think I heard somewhere in the Dakotas the urea came down or ammonia came down like $300 a ton or something. I don't know. I don't know if that affects us any down here or not, but... Uh, it's um I know it's come down actually a little bit. We hadn't bought any, but um I'm usually not in the mood to buy fertilizer in January, even though that's probably the best time to buy it. So we haven't really gotten that far across. I had to ride out corn seed checks back in December to get that big pioneer prepay discount. So um that'd be cool if we got Pioneer as a man, if we got Pioneer as a, as a sponsor do you know how many calendars and caps we would get in the mail for free? Dude, if only you knew a Pioneer guy. If only I knew a Pioneer Seedsman. Or, now, <laughs> Channel, there they have the Seedsman, uh, they have the seedsman let's, deal, don't yeah. they? Let's, let's shop it out, Brent. Okay, we got Channel and Pioneer, and it's kind of like, let's shop it out to the meat packers, Cargill, JBS, <laughs> there's four of them. So, uh, yeah, we're going to Pioneer guy might be the only one that listens to this podcast. So. We're, we're going to have to get uh, at Burn Seed Inc. on the phone and uh, see if he might be interested in 
talking up the uh, grapevine to the pioneer reps up there. I got another calendar in the mail for the new, this coming for this uh, 2022. Let's see, I got it from Bear Crop Science. That was pretty bitching. Every Man, single really? hell yeah, dude. To, uh, the box calendars, you know, um, every single month, you know, there there's always like some kind of beautiful picture of rural America. Except, so it's like a, a 10 by 12, you know, piece of paper size picture and they have a bear logo that's like half the page so i'm like <laughs> don't forget to buy your bear you know don't forget to buy your bear products even though they're all sitting out on a ship in los angeles you know san francisco harbor or wherever all those damn ships are sitting out but um so i got that in the mail let's see what did i get any other calendar I always get one from our local cow packer uh let's see who else do we get calendars from uh, landed. Do you, y'all probably get a bunch at Hereford Grain, don't you, from all your suppliers? We don't. We don't do calendars. We get. We get a bunch. Yeah. We yeah. Do. That's what I mean. That you get a bunch yeah. there. Yeah. Do you get the back forty? Uh, the old back forty ones with the cartoons that have, aren't even remotely funny. We get one of those. We have one lady that that gets the back forty. It's the same. Like every month is the same joke. Well, oh, it's dry, and my neighbor got all the rain this year, or something. You know, yeah. that's that's the same joke every. Or you know, the 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 guy's an idiot bull rider, and the wife is a disgruntled, frumpy looking seventy five year old lady. You know, and she's jumping his ass because he's sitting or on his. A- <laughs> or they're complaining about getting rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's either too wet or too dry. <laughs> yeah. November fifth, you know. So it's yeah. Not terribly, they're not terribly, pardon the pun, up to date on their comedy <laughs> for their calendars. So it's, uh, yeah. yeah, this was funny in 1977. It'll be funny again. Oh, yeah, man. The people that first saw this aren't even close to being alive. They've been, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyway, well, guys, we've got, um, another non agro. I'll let you know when we have an ag-related segment because saying we don't have an ag-related segment is pretty much the whole podcast. But we came across the uh, infrastructure bill, and one of the provisions this year is a anti-drunk driving requirement that all new vehicles. I don't. I believe what year are they the first year they're uh, being made. They have to be in effect. Oh, let's see here. Maybe in five years or something. Uh, so I've got the fox10phoenix.com website. I'm going to pull up another one here. Uh, drunk driving cameras. So they're putting their man. They're mandate. So they're not concerned about global warming. They're just concerned about global soberness. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about that in the UAE and Saudi Arabia. I can tell you that much. <laughs> So uh, here's another one from Detroit. We'll go up to, to there as this says. So the Detroit News says, uh, lock out that pop up there. Congress has recri- created a new requirement for automakers. Find a high-tech way to keep drunken people from driving. It's one of the mandates along yada, 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 yada. So under the legislation, monitoring systems to stop intoxicated drivers would roll out in all new vehicles as early as 2026. The transportation after the transportation department assesses the best form of technology to install in millions of vehicles and automakers are given time to comply. So before we go any further, what would what type of technology would you really push for? Well, it wouldn't be this. <laughs> okay. 
I I would want a I would want a radio that you could back up, kind of like a DVR. I ever since the DVR came out, I've been trying to do that, like on just actual radio. Oh, I've done that too. Man. <clears throat> yeah. No, I've actually uh, looked down at my radio. Well, it's not really a dial anymore, but this, the radio little screen and look for the uh, skip or the backup thirty seconds tab yeah. or the ten second tab. I know we can't be the only people that have done that, but and I do that all the time now, and you're like, "Oh shit, it's live." Yeah, I know, right? Well, uh, so on our TVs, like we've got, oh, like our our TV in our living room, it's the Samsung, and like every time you and everything, all our TV is all through the fiber now. It's not satellite. It's not obviously it's not cable or anything since we're out in the country, but it's all uh, smart TVs. So our Samsung. It, whenever you turn it on, it automatically goes to the Samsung TV Plus, and it's actually a free video service. And anyway, well, it doesn't have any of the DVR features. You can't pause it. You can't back it up. It's and every time, like I could change it, but every time I turn it on, it's always Kitchen Nightmares with Gordon Ramsay, and it's like you know the version <laughs> of, uh, and I love it, man. I love he just. He cusses just for the sake of cussing, dude. And the fact that it's in an English accent is so awesome, too. I mean, he just rails these people. Of course, I mean, they find the biggest. They're not going to the local Roos Chris, you know. They're they're going to some place. We need to do an episode on this because um, uh, the places that these guys goes to, you know, like one episode, they had the people had their exercise bike down the hallway. For, you know, by the kitchen where all the customers can see it. They they totally need to go to Jalisco's and film the sign where it says, "Don't let the flies, don't leave the door open because the flies came in." <laughs> because uh, that would be that would just be right up Kitchen Nightmares Alley. But anyway, you can't back it up, you can't rewind it, you can't fast forward it, and it's just you know it makes you want to go read a book. Well, we'll get crazy here, but it makes you want to go do something productive. Yeah, not read a book. So you've got yeah that would be a nice that would be a nice one but uh I know what you can't you oh so I would see I was thinking the radio whatever you tune to the, so it would take into account what time of day it is and what you're listening to on the radio so say it's two o'clock in the morning and then it would, of course it would have GPS anywhere on Sixth Street in Austin or the Depot District in Lubbock or. I guess 6th Street in Amarillo or whatever, if you're leaving that area and you turn on the loudest, most obnoxious hard rock you can find, it automatically starts recording because nobody's listening to Coast to Coast AM trying to stay awake while they're .27 on the uh, breathalyzer scale. So I'm saying a music monitoring system. If the windows are all down, if the air conditioner's blowing, if the radio's blasting, it's 2 in the morning, you're leaving a bar district automatic record there's nothing you can do to get around it <laughs> but that's so, just me so the infrastructure wants to prevent drunk driving you're encouraging it <laughs> i'm encouraging safe drunk driving there you go as i just spilled my corona here a second ago so um anyway well continuing on with the story we're gonna go with uh this detroit news one so let's go down here and all about this is part of a $17 billion road safety program. It's monumental, said Alex Ott, national president of MAD. Do you ever have a good day if you're if you're a part of a group called MAD, Mothers Against Drunk Driving? I think that's a group that 
is about not having good days. That's very, ex- yeah, because they had a terrible day if they lost somebody and then they had to join the group. It will virtually eliminate the number one killer on America's roads. Really? I don't know if that statistic holds up, holds any water. Last month, the uh, NHTSA reported an estimated 20,000 people died in traffic collisions in the first half of 2021. The highest first half total since 06. The agency has pointed to speeding, impaired driving, and not wearing seatbelts during the coronavirus pandemic as factors behind the spike. So if you just read that sentence, because the, we have a corona pandemic, people are not wearing seatbelts. I guess you figure if you're going to get the vi- if you're going to get the Rona, you might as well just live, you know, life to the max and not wear your seatbelt. Well, the mask is going to protect you. Well, <laughs> that's true because it'll hold your face in place for the airbag to hit you, or what? I don't know. <laughs> so each year, around ten thousand people are killed due to alcohol-related crashes in the U.S. Okay, making up nearly thirty percent of all traffic fatalities. Now, I'm not I'm not a mathematician or anything. But 30% isn't the number one. It wouldn't be a number one statistic out of 100%. <laughs> so I would say, uh, let's see. Now, is that impaired? That's alcohol-related crashes. Currently, some convicted drunk and drunk. Okay, before we go any further, Landon, how many people in college drove? I mean, and again, I'm not condoning drunk driving at all. I vociferously discourage it but the percentage of people that were drunk in college that made it home fine had to be in the upper 90 percent like most weekends it was a hundred percent because if you think back how often did we hear of a wreck every weekend that was a tech student oh it wasn't every weekend all right okay Okay, so if we do it on a weekly basis, most of the time, 100% of all people made it back to the dorm or to their house or apartment alive and unharmed. Now, I think it was my freshman year. I think it was my freshman year. I don't think you were there yet. When when that guy, that kid was hammered. and My first freshman year, this guy was going down. Was he going down... I'm not talking to you, Siri. Um, was he going down Slide or one of those streets, and he re- drove into somebody's house and killed a kid? You remember that? Were you there for that? No, I think I heard that though. Yeah, yeah, I think that was I think that was my freshman year. So you weren't there yet. So that's not a very, but I mean, that is an extreme example, or you know, that's a one that's, less that's than a one percent deal. So, how many people die from speeding in the middle of the day, you know, completely sober? How many people have died from just texting? So, I read a stat one day that uh, drunk dr- or like, that uh, distracted driving by looking at your phone <clears throat> is like, well, let's look, is like a multiple, a multitude, uh, I don't know if it's exponentially worse than drunk driving but let's see so um distracted driving versus drunk driving it hurt my computer heard me all right here we go so this is aceable.com it's not technically possible to determine how often people drive drunk compared to how often they drive with distractions because we can't catch every occurrence 
what we do know is that distracted driving has increased due to phones mostly. Recent survey, yada, yada, yada. Where are we going here? Uh, how much worse? Let's see. As Oh, here we go. Here's Stewart Law offices. They're having their 25th anniversary this year, if anybody's interested. So <laughs> according to the Traffic Safety Administration, driving a vehicle while texting is six times more dangerous than intoxicated driving. The Transport Research Lab found that writing a text slows driver reactions by 35%, while drinking alcohol up to the legal limit slows reactions by 12%. Another study stated that texting drivers react 23% slower than intoxicated drivers do, and women react 47% slower than intoxicated drivers do. Okay. <laughs> that last one really I just made up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although a recent AAA study said 96% of respondents identified texting while driving as a dangerous or very dangerous action. They all answered this question and filled out this survey while they were driving to their lawyer's office. So yet 43.7% of them admitted to reading a text message while driving and 42% acknowledged typing one behind the wheel. So yeah, that's um, kind of not as bad, not a big as split as I thought it was, but nonetheless, it's uh, pretty close. So, um, what if drunk texting and driving that <laughs> drunk dialing <laughs> that might, if you drunk dial and roll your car in a one vehicle accident, you might save more than just your life. Okay. Brent, have you ever had an, an alcohol related wreck? I have not. Have you? Oh my God, really? No. <laughs> Not that you can remember. <laughs> Man, we're, we're pretty boring. I know, right? Well, that's that's something you don't really want to uh, say yes to. So, okay. Uh, currently, some convicted drivers must use breathalyzer devices attached to an ignition interlock. We know some people like that. Blowing into a tube and disabling the vehicle if their blood alcohol level is too high. The legislation doesn't specify the tech. Technology, only that it must passively monitor the performance of a driver of a motor vehicle to accurately identify whether the driver may be impaired. Uh, okay, so most likely, the most uh, one guy says the most likely system to prevent drunken driving is infrared cameras that monitor driver behavior. What if what if it's like a mad black woman, <laughs> or a mad woman in general? I guess that technology is already being installed. By automakers such as General Motors, BMW, and Nissan. So we can't get the chips in, but we can get these in. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. The, the cameras make sure a driver is watching the road and that they look for signs of drowsiness, loss of consciousness, or impairment. <clears throat> so I guess it could save somebody from having a stroke, but <laughs> it's what good is it going to do you if the stroke kills you? So if signs are spotted, the car will warn the driver, hey, you're drunk. <laughs> it's like, thanks, dude. The guy at the bar told me that. <laughs> and if the behavior persists, the car would turn on its hazard light, slow down, and pull to the side of the road. <laughs> what if the guy in the car is fighting it and it's slowing down and pulling over the side of the road and he goes to swerving? I mean, is it, are they going to make it like a bait car? Where it, you know, every, you, you watched know bait. You know how many 97 Chevy single cabs and 94 Broncos you're going to be seeing at the bar? <laughs> <laughs> what, 
they speaking of a 94 white bronco what if they had murder yeah. cameras in these cars i was like yeah. if you just committed murder wouldn't it stop you i mean i would think that would be more important than stopping these other people that might be close to the legal limit how about some murder bronco, cameras if you have a 94 bronco it won't let your friends drive <laughs> <laughs> yeah it won't let your former football uh buddy drive it's like oh, i just want to go see his mama you know who i am damn it <laughs> I'm Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kramer. You know who I am, damn it. <laughs> okay, so this guy, he's a principal mobility analyst. Anyway, he said breathalyzers aren't a practical solution because many people would object to being forced to blow into a tube. That's what she said every time they get into the car. I don't think it's going to go over very well with a lot of people, especially those with bad breath. Okay. So the voluminous, how do you say that, voluminous voluminous bill will also require automakers to install rear seat reminders to alert parents if a child is left inadvertently in the back seat, a mandate that could begin by 2025. Oh, man. Don't you think, like, at some point we're going to have so many alarms that we're going to rely on the alarms to alert us when we forget something? Yeah. Why don't they just make these cars where they just drive everybody to jail because everybody's going to be doing something wrong. Yeah. Can't we, can we just skip straight to the driver, to the self-driving cars already? That would solve all of this. Just skip straight to it. Don't get the tech drunk, the drunk cameras. Don't get the murder cameras. Just go straight to the driver camera, uh, the, you know, hands-free cars, which I know we're almost there in some places, but come on, Elon Musk, get on it. Yeah. Okay. Everybody in space. So Congress, meanwhile, directed the agency to update decades-old safety standards to avert deaths from collapsing front seat backs and issue a rule requiring automatic emergency braking and lane departure warnings. So that's all pretty much already there. My mom, she's got that. She's got an expedition, and I mean, it's like a it's a platinum, and I mean, it's got every freaking bell and whistle on it. It just damn near does drive itself. Really? Yeah. So it's got like adaptive cruise control. I was driving her one day and. Had this crew set. We were just going down the highway, and we started approaching the, uh, this truck, you know, catching up to it. And it saw, I noticed it started slowing down by itself. I'm like, we're not getting any closer to the truck. So it automatically started slowing down so you don't rear end a car so, or wow. a truck or whatever. Which, I mean, that's pretty good. But uh, pointed out that you're not a very good driver. Well, it's, it, didn't, it doesn't um, – I, I guess I was already in the danger zone. I didn't even know about it. <laughs> So the legislation, the legislation, the legislation requires at least fifteen percent of a state's highway safety improvement program funds to address pedestrians, bicyclists, and other non-motorized road users. Okay, so <laughs> another. Let's see, what was this other one? It said um, it will test. Another technology would be to. Uh, the camera would monitor eye gaze to check for impairments. What about a guy with a glass eye? <laughs> I mean, it's going to be going off the whole time. There's always glaring back at him, and then <laughs> the camera can't tell if he's looking at the camera or looking at the passenger. Um, Everybody's going to be wearing their sunglasses at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, another option is sensors that would determine how much alcohol is in a person's sweat. Wouldn't you just turn on the air conditioner? Is what I don't understand there. So, uh, pick up a chick. Does it have like one that prevents bad pickup lines? (laughs) (laughs) 
Or uh, <laughs> what if you've got your drunk your beer goggles on? <laughs> will it focus yeah. your beer goggles? <laughs> All of a sudden, the radio will come on. She's a two, not a ten. Two, not ten. <laughs> yeah. Two, not. It'll it'll like be yeah. in the same. It'll be in the same rhythm as your blinker. Two, not ten. Two, not ten. Two, not ten. We're trying so hard. <laughs> yeah. Ask her something about herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she starts giving you tips and everything. That would be the best. Oh, I would love that thing. That would be that's straight. This is straight out of the Jetsons, man. <laughs> oh, this is straight out of the Jetsons. So uh, let's see. Yeah, more of that. More of a GPS technology. Um, so bottom line, Landon, you for or against? Oh, I'm against this. Oh yeah, this is if this isn't an invasion of uh, your civil rights, I don't know what is. So. Um, cameras i mean there's cameras already everywhere everybody has a camera in their pocket with their phone uh so that's already there um you know that they're all listening to us on our phones um this is just one more excuse even my flip phone even your flip phone dude they have got some kind of gear in there that that runs on (laughs) that runs off solar power or something but i guarantee you you're not getting away for if you think you're getting flip phones so you can stay under the radar guess again yeah, especially this new one. It gets emojis even. So Gee, it doesn't. It doesn't show up as asterisk, dollar sign, pound sign, <laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> Why are you sending me a picture of parentheses? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chinese symbols and all that stuff. So yeah, it's a uh, yeah, pretty pretty good stuff. Well, uh, let's see, Landon. Do we have time? We might have time. Any any uh any opinion on the uh, Texas Tech basketball program? That was quite a double overtime, uh, even though it was a loss. Defense is unreal. Yeah, that was a that was a good game. I mean, we had we had our chance, but no, I like it. They're fun to watch. They got a damn good defense. So all I can say is, is if if the stories are real and like, did, <clears throat> did people te- just basically hack Texas's athletic ticket system? Oh, I haven't heard that. Well, so somehow Texas Tech found, or people or fans or something found out a way to get into the Texas uh, UT system to buy, I guess, tickets designated for Texas fans, and they sold it out. So, oh, really? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I can't believe you hadn't seen that. Uh-uh. That is awesome. So, anyway, well, if that is true and that did happen – they better by God win is all I can say because oh, man, if they shit. don't win, there is going to be some mad crowd about to be eaten. So <clears throat> when they, do we play them? Oh, uh, we don't. I don't think we play them in Austin for another couple weeks, maybe. Yeah, I know we're doing the SEC challenge this weekend. Yeah. So um, let's see. I'm going to pull up here. That's what she said. Uh, let's see. NCAA men. I don't know why they have that, but we're going to do this. We're going to go to teams. Gosh, I love fiber optic internet. Let's see. Big 12, Big 12, Big 12. Where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Did it already go past you? There it is. Okay. Schedule. So we play. Up next is Mississippi State. And then, oh, no, we play at uh, Texas at home. God, I bet that'll be a, I bet that'll be a freaking vicious crowd. Oh, will that be a vicious crowd? Oh, it'll be rowdy. Oh, man. They'll have to have all kinds of security. So we play Texas. Then we don't play at Texas until February 19th. So that's not for another three weeks away. Man, that's a, that's a ways away. Yeah. So we play uh, 
Mississippi State this weekend, so that'll be that'll be fun. But um, and then just a freaking nuts, freaking nuts NFL football weekend that we just watched this past weekend. That was a and that Bills game was crazy. Not thirteen seconds, and they just yeah. absolutely ripped their hearts out. To put that in perspective, the Cowboys had 14 seconds and, and, and ran the whole clock out on one play. One play, yeah, I know, right? So, um, you know, you know, it's always been an irritation to me. He's like, oh, the, whoever's going to have the ball last is who's going to win. Uh, usually, there's always like 10 seconds left, so literally the people that have the ball last almost always lose, except in this instance where they had 13 seconds and still found, found a way to tie it up and go into overtime. And so, what do you? How do you feel about the overtime rules? I feel it's. I feel it's pretty fair. Uh, used to, I would say, even if you could kick a field goal, you could win the game. I think if you're able to drive the field and get in the end zone, that's the ball game. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, it comes down to a coin toss, but it does and it doesn't. I, I, I'm okay either way. I don't. I don't care. I mean, college rules are. I think college rules are great, but it's that is not. I mean, these guys are freaking professional millionaire players and you better i mean i mean how many touchdowns get scored in a game typically anyway you know maybe what four or five touchdowns between the two teams so that's the majority of the game is not being scored with a touchdown and so all of a sudden if you scoring a touchdown is unfair no i don't think so yeah i'm not i don't i don't disagree with it yeah but i mean i could go with the college rules but that's uh that's not just terribly unfair. So yeah. But um so who do you who do you like in the the uh conference championship games? Oh, I like the favorites. I like the Chiefs and Rams. Yeah. Pretty boring. It, it's been fun watching the Bengals play though. Man. You don't you don't think the Niners are going to be a New York Giants story? Man, I, they they could. They got a good defense. They run the ball good. Yeah. It was funny even their quarterback was kind of joking they were interviewing him after the game and he's like yeah, give me enough time, I find a way, and he was kind of laughing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, if y'all want to block that pun, I don't think I don't think you were gonna do it. Probably anything. not. Probably not. It's yeah. always nice to see a guy have a be a good be a good sport about it, though. I'm never gonna go for the 49ers in my entire life, but man, I don't know, dude. They they're kind of scary. I don't know the way they go, their way they're playing. I would not. What is even the? Uh, have you seen the lines lately? Let's see. Uh, let's go back up here. Where is it at? NCAA football daily lines. Here we go. What do we have here? So the Bengals are seven point dogs, and the Niners are only three and a half point dogs. So yeah, yeah. they beat the Rams like what six six times, times in a row. Six times yeah. in a row. That's hard to do. I'm well. I mean. It's hard, it's hard to beat a good team seven times in a row, Brent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what they say, Newt Rockney. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I like uh, – you know, that's – that is – that. I mean, most of the time they say if you beat somebody twice – the NFL twice in a year, it's hard to get that third one done. It's just really yeah. hard regardless of the situation. There's just something to it. So, yeah. But, um, well, guys, we're going to get out of here. Landon, where do we find you on social media? You can find me at no twit Landon forty four, and you can find me at Trader Brent. We're all over wherever you can find podcasts. Download them, 
And, of course, don't forget the Global Ag Network. That's what we're a part of. And also remember our good friend Casey Seymour over there on the Moving Iron Podcast for all your equipment, farm equipment, and backwoods love uh, news stories or whatever he does over there. But uh, Chatter. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, guys, we're going to get out of here. We got one more. Well, hopefully we just got one more steer show. If we don't make the sale, I guess we're going to go to Houston, but that's not for another month. But, uh Until then, guys, y'all have fun. Y'all be safe. Uh, Send us some more rain, some more snow. And until next time, we'll ask. What side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast, a member of the Global Ag Network. There's podcasts, and then there's this, the Dryline Farmer Podcast.